Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the last Eagle Hour of the week. We're glad you're with us around the state of Mississippi on our Super Talk affiliates or wherever you may be online. Welcome back to another show. Bob Getty in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg broadcasting solo this afternoon. My buddy Kelly Sander and Michael Mergens, uh, two of my guys, are going to be at Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Uh, We'll be joining them in just a few minutes as uh, we do our monthly visit down there to that great car dealership and uh, tractor dealership and boat dealership. Opening segment of the show as it is every day is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. And what a great weekend to uh, go grab you some Dickie's, go home tonight, tune in ESPN+. And watch the Golden Eagles in Jacksonville State battle in baseball. Dickies, uh, we appreciate very much their support of our show. We're going to get the show right underway. We're delighted to have the uh, head baseball coach at Jacksonville State University, Jim Case, with us on the Eagle Hour. And uh, first of all, Coach, treat to have you on the show, and thank you for your time, sir. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, This is going to be a fun weekend, and this kind of kicks it off for us a little bit. Well, I got to tell you, Coach, some resume, seven conference championships, three-time uh, Coach of the Year in your conference, conference championship game participant, 10 of the last 16 years. And I'll remind Mississippians, it was just a little over a year ago that you guys uh, showed up at the Oxford Regional and you beat Illinois and knocked Clemson out of the Regional before you finally uh, finally lost to Ole Miss. So uh, what's uh, what's been the secret sauce for all the success at Jacksonville State, Coach? Yeah, we've been blessed. We've had, we've had a lot of good kids here and a lot of good players and um, and a lot of support from uh, administration and, you know, all of those things that you need to be competitive. And, um, you know, we've, we've probably fallen short of what we had hoped for uh, when we came here, but we've been pretty consistent. And uh, we've, never, we've never won as big, I don't think, as what uh, maybe we hoped for when we came here, but... It, but year in, year out, we've been fairly competitive. You know, I, I look at the, at your resume, your school's history, your program's history. It reminds me a lot, really, of Southern Miss. A consistent winner, consistently challenging for your conference championship. Uh, and I just think, I think that has a lot to do with stability at the head of the program. We've had it here. Uh, Jacksonville State has had it with you. And Am I wrong about that, Coach? I just think that's really important. I think it's. A, I think it, first of all, let me just say, just to be uh, for our program to be mentioned in the same breath with Southern Miss, I, I take that as a, a huge compliment. But I do think that you're right, and I think that you know when you go back and you 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 look at you know Coach Denson, and then you look at Corky Palmer, and and then of course the great coach that that you have now with Coach Barry, and and you know I. It's just been there's been a lot of great leadership um, in Southern Miss, and I think when you look at here, not so much myself, but uh, Rudy Abbott, who was the head coach here for years and years, and 
and did such a tremendous job. And I think that, um, you know, you kind of become known a little bit. Like Southern Miss, everybody knows who Southern Miss is baseball pro. They know about it. They know that they win. They know that they compete at the very highest level. Um, so I would, I would love it if, if we're in that same type of, of breath. Coach, so let us know, how did this series come about this year? I, I know early in the year, I, I think I'm right, the Golden Eagles were scheduled to play Florida State, and then some things changed because of COVID. How, how did we get hooked up with you guys? Yeah, I think that the, just what you're saying. Uh, I can't remember because we had three of our first four weekends uh, opted out of playing, and so we were back looking and uh you know, we came up with Baylor uh, the first week and then South Alabama the fourth week, and then the third week was, was Southern Miss. Uh, of course, Baylor ended up, uh, we, we couldn't go because we couldn't get motel rooms because of all the, the freezing and all that went on mm-hmm. out there. But um, and, and Scott Berry and I have been friends. I was trying to think uh, this morning how long it's been. I, I mean, sometime between 25 and 30 years. Uh, that we've been friends, and, and uh, I have so much respect for him and always have, um, you know, whether it be at Meridian or whether it be at Southern Miss. And, and I think it was just one of those things where, you know, we both agreed this, this would be a great deal to do this for a couple of years. Well, that would be great. So is it, you think there will be some games in the future after this year? Well, I, know, I know we'll be coming there next year. Great. You know, it's a home-and-home, and, home and uh, I, you know, I, I don't look too much further than that down the road, even though we've started to. But right. um, yeah, I, th- I mean, certainly Southern Miss. It's it's you know it's 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 drivable. It's not bad, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so it's it's a good it's a good place for us. And we're no different than he is. We're trying to play as many home games as we can mm-hmm. uh, now. And uh, with our new stadium, uh, it's really helped our attendance. And so, um, you know, we kind of have changed the way we schedule a little bit, but um, but but it's it's going to be a great series for us, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I know what we'll get in Southern Miss, and I hope we show up, and I, I hope it's just a great weekend of baseball. Well, we do too, Coach. Talk to our listeners for a moment about your ball team. Who are some kids whose names they'll probably hear? Uh, over the weekend, and, and what you know, what is the game plan for Jacksonville State at this point in the year? Well, it's a good question. I'm not sure we know exactly who we are. Um, you know, two weeks into it, we're still trying to figure that out a little bit. I don't think that we've played as good as we can play, but uh, we have we have some you know we have some guys. We have some older guys. Um, you know, we have a guy named Frederick that leads off for us. Uh, that's a really nice player, one of those guys that can can play anywhere. You know, he, he can play center field and do a great job. He can play shortstop and do a great job, and we ask him to do a lot. Our center fielder is a, a kid named Kirkland who can hit for some power, and, and he runs a little bit. Uh, we got two catchers that can throw, uh, so we feel good there. One's a left-handed hitter, one's a right-handed hitter. On the mound, um, we, I'm not sure that we can match the arms. Uh, if I'm reading right on the um, uh, scouting report, but we do have some good arms. The kid that'll throw tonight uh, has a plus arm for us, and uh, his name is Edwards, and and he he he's had some success, and you know he's a guy that I think professionally has a chance to do 
pretty well. And then we, we have some young kids that we're excited about. So, you know, I think we're a little of this and a little of that and trying to figure out exactly who we are. And um, we've got two weeks to do that before we start league play. And um, I wish I knew how to push just the right button so that we could figure that out a little quicker. But, um, you know, that's one of my concerns right now is I'm not sure that we know our identity 100% right now. I think that can be – I think Scott would agree that's probably the same situation right now for the Golden Eagles. Coach, I, I like asking this question of coaches. I, I ask it of several coaches on the show through the years. But at this point in the season, what's more important uh, for a coach like you? Is it, is it to win games or is it to figure out who you are and who are the guys you can really lean on when your conference starts? Well – you know, and this may be more than I, I think it depends a little bit on where you are. Um, if you're at Jacksonville State, like I am, I think the the idea is for us to get things figured out so that when we get into league play, we can be as good as we can possibly be. Because very few years has there been a second team in our conference that has gotten a bid. Mm-hmm. If you're at a place where there's going to be multiple bids, you know. Uh, I think it's much more important that that you try to win. And, you know, coaching at Mississippi State the seven years that I coached there two different times, there's a different feel. There is a pressure to win because you feel like if we can do this and then we can finish 500 in our league, we're going to get a chance to play. If we can be just a little better than that, we're going to get a chance to host. And so all of those things are played in. For me, that's not a factor. I'm not going to host a regional. I might, in a given year, if everything falls together, I might get an at-large bid that's happened in our league. It just doesn't happen very often. I hope that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Coach, I'm going to – we're going to, we're about to hit a break. It's very short, about three minutes. And if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to stick on. Can you hold on for three minutes? Sure. Okay, I, I do want to ask you about the, about your history at UAB and uh, and Mississippi State as well, and then we'll let you go. And, and again, we appreciate uh, so much you taking the time to talk to us. So we're talking to uh, no, no problem talking to head baseball coach Jim Case, Jacksonville State University, one of the most successful baseball coaches and programs around. Great matchup this weekend with Southern Miss. Both teams four and four on the season couple of more questions for coach case on the other side of the break and we're gonna bring kelly center in he may have one or two and then we're gonna go down to ramey motors in purpose hang on coach jim case returns on the eagle hour Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. We're talking to Jacksonville State baseball coach Jim Case. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. And everybody knows that's where you go to get your Southern Miss apparel, including the latest in baseball apparel. 
They're open six days a week on Hardy Street. You can shop online at campusbookmart.net. Kelly Center, Michael Morgans, they're down at Ramey's. We're about to go there in just a couple of minutes, but we wanted to continue for the moment our conversation uh, with Jacksonville State uh, head coach Jim Case. Coach, uh, you're, you're no stranger to Mississippi. You had a pretty uh, a lengthy tenure at Mississippi State, and uh, those of us here in South Mississippi grudgingly admit but it's really true that Mississippi State is the bell cow program. Everyone in, in Mississippi uh, strives to achieve what Mississippi State has achieved, and they're truly one of the uh, – they're really one of the premier programs in the nation, aren't they? Well, I would say this. I think that um, Mississippi State has certainly been good for baseball in that state all the way around. And then when you see what some of the other – schools have accomplished, you know, what Ole Miss has been able to do and what Southern Miss has been able to do. I think that um, Coach Polk, I honestly feel like he deserves some of the credit for that. Right. And and not not just that. I think I think he was really big in the league. You know, back in uh, the mid-80s when the first time I went into that league, uh, there was places that really put hardly anything into baseball. And now you look at what's going on with baseball. And I'm not saying uh, Coach Polk or Coach Bertman were responsible for all of it, but I think both of them deserve tremendous credit. And then all of us, at, you know, we're, we're playing in a new stadium in Jacksonville. I'm not sure that we would do that if baseball wasn't so big in the South the way it is now. I completely so I think we are. Yeah. I, I, I think you're, no, you're exactly right, Coach. Sorry, you're exactly right. And and Coach Polk uh, deserves all of the praise that that he that he receives because he truly is one of the pioneers, I think, of college baseball. Coach, my partner Kelly Sander is uh, in another location, but uh, he's with us. He has a couple of questions he'd like to ask you before we let you go. Sure, Coach Case. Good to talk. <clears throat> good to talk to you. I want to talk to you a little bit about select baseball because more and more kids, rightly or wrongly are focusing strictly on one sport, in this case, baseball. And there are pros and cons to everything. The, the cons, of course, you're seeing more 14- and 15-year-old pitchers having Tommy John surgery. Uh, but I would guess the pluses are that you're getting better players coming out of high school than you did maybe 15 or 20 years ago. I just wanted to get your thoughts on travel, quote-unquote travel baseball, and your point of view, good, bad, or indifferent. Well, and and this, this will take me just a minute. I'm I'm for guys playing different sports. Uh, I I love to have guys come into our program that played high school football. I love to have people that played high school basketball. And and here's even if you're not really a prospect in those sports, the thing I love about it. What are, what are you going to do in November that's going to put you in a position to maybe. Uh, having to hit a, a one and one to tie a game, uh, how can you how can you do that in in a batting cage or how can you do that in a bullpen? And I think that all of those things go into making you the kind of player that you are. And so I, I really like to recruit guys who play different sports. It's getting harder and harder because so many people do not. Uh, I'm certainly travel ball. I, I love some of the programs. We recruit out of some of the programs. But uh, if you ask me, would you rather have a guy that had played high school football or not? I'd rather have a guy that played. I, I like uh, that feeling on a Friday night in October and you're playing the rival across town and both guys are trying to bust the other one's nose a little bit. 
and I think it helps me when they get to my school. And, you know, more and more of your colleagues say that, but with all due respect, it doesn't seem like many kids and their parents are listening. Well, you know, uh, uh, I think a lot of people feel like if they throw enough money at something, it's going to pay off. And and I just, I'm not a believer that that has to happen always. I think it, it really helps some kids uh, to be able to, you know, take a thousand lessons and, and all of that kind of stuff. But I think that a, a lot of it is, you know, some some guys kind of forget how to compete. And, and I think that that's important, too. And, and you learn how to compete, not just play in this game, but play in other games. And uh, I think that I think that you had a little bit more well-rounded at times athlete in the past. And certainly athletes now are, are better. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. But I'm not sure from a competitive standpoint they're any better or even maybe not as good as they were at one time. That's, that's debatable, of and, course. And, Coach Case, my final question for you, and you guys mentioned uh, the great Ron Polk, but a lot, of, a lot of the debate now around college baseball is like basketball and football, there are more people that want baseball and their scholarships being fully funded. But Ron Polk has always said that he is not in favor of full scholarships for baseball. He wants the 11.7 scholarship rule to remain. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, and I think I know where Coach is coming from, and and I and I get it. I, I think that the more funding we have, the more it opens it up to, to all people. And I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying to say, but uh, baseball has been kind of a middle-class sport for the most part, I feel like. And, you know, it's, it's not cheap. you got to have a glove. You, you need different kind of shoes. Um, you know, even a, a bat is, is kind of expensive. And so I think that the more that funding that went into it, you would draw more people that were thinking that were great athletes, thinking, well, when I go to college, at least I have an opportunity to possibly get a scholarship that would pretty much pay everything where in reality an average scholarship is going to be somewhere in that 40% range and it's still going to leave you a pretty high bill. Some, some people can't afford that. And I think that's unfortunate because I think that, that kind of runs certain kids to other sports. They're looking ahead and saying, if I play basketball, I'm on a full scholarship. If I'm on football, I'm on a full scholarship. If I go to baseball, I may still have to pay $18,000 a year. So I guess that's how you look at it. I just think we're a little bit too much of a a middle-class sport, middle-to-upper-class sport. Interesting. All right, Coach, I've got one more question. Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, I was was, was just going to tell you, Bob, I I hope that – I hope that either the Gamecocks or the Eagles bring their bats this weekend. or <laughs> Especially the, especially the, <laughs> the Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Eagles didn't exactly tear it up yeah, midweek, so uh, yeah. hopefully these right. teams will score some runs this weekend. Right. Uh, uh, Coach, one last question. We'll let you go straight. It kind of stems from what I heard you and Kelly talking about. You said you like kids that play football and basketball and other sports. We've heard the same thing from Scott, and you say it's harder to find those types of kids. So uh, a very general question are kids maybe a little softer today than they were when you first started coaching and it was a lot more common to 
to play every sport and and then go play baseball in college is that is that a fair assessment? I would probably try not to use the word soft. I think that um, kids are different, and in so many ways, I think the kids that we have now are even better than Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the kids that that we had, uh, say, 35 years ago when we first getting into it. So I I really do think there's there's been some advantages. But I think to me, where you come where you're coming from is I think just all around athletically. I think some things are missing. And I think that, um, you know, we play in an individual sport that's really a team sport, but it's such an individual sport, and it's being taught that way at such a young age that I think sometimes it's hard to get guys to buy into the team concept. Hmm. And I don't know if that makes sense or not. But, you know, if you're you're kind of uh, just picking up with a travel team here and there and playing on different – you really don't have that that feeling of team like we we really want to have here, and I think that that's one of the things that we're still looking for with our group right now. Mm-hmm. You know that we're all playing for the same thing. It doesn't matter if if I get a hit or two. If we get beat, that's a bad thing. Or if I strike out eight and walk one and we lose, that's a bad thing. And I think for a, a lot of uh, guys, as long as they're doing their thing. That's good enough. And I think that that's one thing that's a little bit different uh, maybe than it used to be is I think there's more guys who potentially play the game for themselves. I think that's very well said. Yeah, and if you, yeah, yeah, and if you'll allow me, Bob, I, and, and Coach, I think social media has a lot to do with that too. It's all about parents putting out on social media, look what my kid just did. Or the kids say, I got this offer to play at such and such, and look at what I did. You know, and, and like kids will always say there's no there's no I in team, but there is an M E. And and there I totally agree with you All know right, with what well, Coach said. It, it's so ridiculous. I mean some of the things, you know, when you just what you were saying, you know, hey, so excited to get an offer from this school, the next day so excited to get an offer for this school. And really what you're saying is look at me. Right. Look at look, look at how good and you know it, it's kind of refreshing when you run across those kids that they they talk to everybody they're very respectful they're grateful for the offers they get and then when they make a decision they let people know. Thank you uh, so much for your time, Coach. It's been a great conversation. Unfortunately, we're up against a hard break, but we want you to know how much we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, and uh, we all look forward to watching your ball team tonight on ESPN Plus. Should be a lot of fun. Thank you. Jacksonville State baseball coach Jim Case. When we come back, we're going to Ramey Motors in Purvis. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, one of the great pleasures of doing this show is all the baseball coaches we get to talk to, college baseball coaches, Jim Case, Jacksonville State University, an example of why we enjoy those conversations so much, and we appreciate him taking 30 minutes of his time to talk to us on the Eagle Hour. This segment sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. I tell you what, what would be better tonight than a big poor boy sandwich? And uh, at 6 o'clock, I'll guarantee you they're going to have the Southern Miss Jacksonville State baseball game on TV down there. So uh, what a great weekend to go to uh to go to Four Street Bar and Grill, USM playing baseball all weekend long, Kelly Sander on the Four Street Bar and Grill TVs. 
Yeah, and as soon as the game's over, I'm sure Squag and Cooter will be showing up for some more pool. You know, those pool tables stay busy just about all night long, too. But we're busy at the, at Ramey Motors on Highway. I might, I always get 11 and 589 mixed up, but we're on 589 uh, between I-59 and Highway 11. And uh, Tony Purvis joins us now, formerly the voice of the of the uh, Purvis Tornado football team. And before we proceed, Dakota Baker is here as well. And, and let's see, Dakota Baker, the greatest baseball player to ever play at Purvis High School. We were supposed to say that uh, before, before we went on the show. This show does not fact check. <laughs> yeah, no fact checkers Thank on the show. Thank God. Right. <laughs> it's, Tony heads up the car division here at, uh, at Ramey Motors because they have a full allotment of not only uh, vehicles but uh, outdoor lawnmowers, of course, pretty soon, pollen and everything else, the, the grass and everything's going to start coming to life. They've got uh, you know, motorcycles, all sorts of stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Tony, thanks for having us out. Yes, sir. Thanks you, for having me. You, got, you guys heading into tax season. People are going to be getting refunds. This is a time where you guys can uh, can help people get into vehicles. Kind of tell us what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we got uh, some great financing options here at Ramey Motors. We got ton of different vehicles i believe there's 82 on the lot right now so that's right we got everything with a motor anything you put on a trailer we'll see a truck to pull it with as well um we got f-250s we got duramaxes all types of diesels all the way down to your you know everyday uh, gas saver car so we got a large selection uh selection for everyone and their mama we say so we got a lot lot going on on the car side uh got Got a couple new uh, salesmen that have been helping out a lot, uh, local guys, um, Sam Clark and Drew Young. They're doing an excellent job. But, yeah, if, you, if you're in the market, definitely come and see us. You know, we got a lot to look at. Um, and like I said, financing options available, you know, any, any type of credit score, we can get you approved, you know. So definitely come by and see us when that refund comes in. Don't go buy you a new TV at Walmart. Come down here and get you a new ride. I'm trying to talk Kelly into getting one, actually. Actually, Bob, I was going to ask you this. They, they, they have a Maserati on the lot. <laughs> That's true. When, and this is no joke. It's, it's sitting right out here. It's a beautiful Maserati. Bob, do you think that would help me at all? Um, no, 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 you know. Kelly. The, the car <laughs> it's is got not, red leather seats now. It's not going to help him with what he's It looks he's like it's got tinted for. windows, though. That would help. Yeah, it's got tint. So, yeah, that helps until he gets out. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said yesterday, oh, the, 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 the policeman that pulled me over was was not amused when I asked him where the rest of the village people were. So you just have to be. But yeah, but you've got a Maserati. Yeah, got we got we BMW. actually have a, we have a really cool classic uh, Toyota MR2 Spider. Look, 2003 has 23,000 miles. It's a convertible. It is nice. Something something a little different. We uh, sold a Shelby GT350. So we. Got a saline as well, another Mustang. So we got a good bit of exotic, um, you know, different type of cars as well as our big trucks. That's what we're known for is, you know, the diesel trucks, the jacked up F-150s, F-250s. We got, we got a lot of those, but we also have, like I said, something for everyone. Um, Bob, got some exotics, BMWs and all. I was going to try to get into that Spider this morning, Bob, but they, they encouraged me not to because they said that they nobody remembers where they put the crowbar. Uh, hey, Kelly, plus I they have I, to sell it. Yeah, right. Uh, the last to time you were down there as you left in your little Toyota Corolla, I think uh, Dakota made like a clown reference. It was sort of like a... <laughs> like, like a clown at driving a car at the circus. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. yeah. 
fat guy in a little car. Yeah, it's the uh, Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But but all on the other side of the lot now, you, you know, lawnmowers. You've got, uh, I mean, from small the small mowers to the self driven. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got got a ton of lawnmowers. Uh, we we carry Gravely, um, which is actually the very first zero turn um, to ever come out. So we got that as well. Got a uh, Mahindra and Case tractors as well as. Uh, you know, the Honda Power Sports, we got a lot of those as well. Got some boats coming in. Um, all the way down to Honda Generators, we have a full line of steel products, chainsaws, uh, weed eaters, um, blowers, all of that. So kind of a one-stop shop there, Kelly. We got everything you can get. Um, you know, we could get you in a truck, Kelly. That might help, too. You could load up everything in the back. You'd be good to go on that, too, now. We got just about, like I said, we got a large selection. There's not a, there's not very many dealerships like this in the country so that he, has everything. So he obviously has seen some of the some of the women that I've gone home with. When he's <laughs> <laughs> put, they the, have the, extended cab, uh, Kelly. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh this is the hand that you're dealt, and you're going to deal with it with That's it sometimes. It. Would you say that this is the busiest time of year, though? Yeah, absolutely, it is. Um, you know, you get when you get closer to that summertime, kids getting out of school. You know, they a lot, a lot of when the weather changes, like it is now, Mississippi, it'll 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 change a lot from here till then. But uh, tax time coming back, everyone has a little pocket money to uh, pocket change to put for a down payment. So yeah, we stock up and uh, stock them deep and sell them cheap. But really, more and more our car manufacturers are getting away from sedans. Sedans are kind of going the way of the Buffalo, aren't they? Aren't most car makers now going the SUV route primarily? Well, when you can get the same gas mileage or very close an SUV with just more room um, and keep that same efficiency, yeah, it's more of a better option. You know, I mean, a lot of people are going to the SUVs versus the cars. And even some of the cars are, you know, turning into hatchbacks where you're getting a little more space in the trunk. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll ever be obsolete, you know, but yeah, a lot of manufacturers are putting a lot of effort into the smaller SUVs, the crossovers, if you will, uh, versus just the four-door sedans. And we're starting to see gas prices now creep back up That's again. That's true. That which, is true. Which is not making people very happy. Are, are the hybrids continuing to be popular? Well, how would you describe that? Well, hybrids, we don't carry a lot of hybrids, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we don't do a whole lot with that, but I mean, if you get like that Honda we were looking at, I mean, you're looking at 30 miles a gallon. You're yeah. going to save money on there. Yeah. Um, which, when you get in a hybrid, you get in them hybrid batteries, and they're a lot more expensive to maintenance and uh, deal with on that way. So there's a lot of people that are afraid of the hybrids. They are pretty neat. We did sell a, a Toyota Highlander hybrid a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was pretty neat. Great, great gas mileage. It is just something different down here in South Mississippi. A lot of people don't like to go with that. You know, they want to hear the engine. Them hybrids, you crank it up, and you... You don't even hear anything. Well, truck, quiet, quiet. Tr- trucks are still the most popular way to go. Absolutely, yeah. Expect, like I said, you know, four-wheel drives, big mud tires, yee yee. That's 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 really our main thing here. Um, but we do have a large selection. You know, we have a lot of options for every uh, customer. But yeah, the big trucks. You know, that's kind of where we got our start, and that's where you know we specialize in. Um, we also we also do. You know, we talk about everything on this lot, but in the back. Guys, we do lift kits, we do level kits, we have uh, tires and wheel packages we can put together for you with financing available on that as well. So if you need new tires um, for that truck, you don't want to trade it in, you want to keep it, we can put tires and wheels on it too. Kind of a, you know, a low, you people don't come to Ramey Motors for that, but it is something that we do offer as well as the cheapest old change you'll find anywhere in the state. I promise you that. We do uh, old changes 
um, you know, any kind of maintenance, brake pads, rotors, we do all that here as well. And and when somebody purchases a vehicle of any kind here at Ramey Motors, tell tell the people how thoroughly you guys go through any of these automobiles so that they know when they drive it off the lot, this thing has been checked over completely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we have... Uh, we have two uh, techs that go. Both of them drive every single vehicle that comes in, whether it's a trade-in or something we got in a sale. Um, they do a full service, top all fluids, um, check everything. Uh, like I said, we have two people drive everything, and then we have two techs in the back that if there are any issues, they go through it and uh, get everything tip-top shape before it touches the lot. We uh, we do a full service, full inse- inspection, and then uh, detail before we retail. So every vehicle is touched by at least four people before you can even look at it. So we do a really good job on that. Um, we have a manager that's that's been in a lot of different dealerships, and he, he keeps everyone on top of their game. And he is uh, excellent with uh, Mr. Willie Brown. He keeps everybody in line, and he goes he touches vehicles as well. You know, he ain't one of the managers that sits there with his feet propped up. He'll get out there and touch them too. So you won't have to worry about anything like that. We uh, we do go through every single vehicle before it touches a lot. So don't don't think that just be, if it doesn't necessarily have wheels that you can't get it here because you talked about the, the leaf blowers, you talked about uh, chainsaws, anything that, that deals with the outdoors, whether it's around the house, whether it's at the camp, anything that you might need uh, equipment to take care of, anything around the outdoors, chances are you're going to find it here, not only to purchase it, but also to service it. Exactly, that is true. We, we have a full service department that uh will gladly take care of you and help you out in any way anything even even if you didn't buy it from here kelly you can bring it here and we will definitely service it for you they've got some uh, bottled water over here for you the popcorn (laughs) is always fresh but if if it's raining someday and you can't make it here that you can always uh, check ramey motors out online absolutely yes so the auto side is RameyMotorsMS.com. And the Power Sports is Ramey Motors Power Sports MS.com. Okay, Ramey Motors is where we are originating our segment of the program from today. Again, Ramey Motors is on Highway 589 between Highway 11 and Interstate 59. If you get off on the Purvis exit on 59, you're going to hang a right. If you're on Highway 11, you're going to turn left either way as you come in to Purvis. Tony Purvis, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it, as always. Ramey Motors in Purvis, the place to go, the Eagle Hour. We'll continue after this timeout. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us and appreciate you tuning in this afternoon. This final segment sponsored by D1 and D-Bat Training. What a great place to take your kids if they're into baseball or softball. Catherine over at D-Bat can uh, set you up with a program that's perfect for your child, tailor-made for your kid and adults. can go over to D1 Training and get in better shape or train for any sport they choose to participate in. We want to encourage everybody to support DBAT D1 training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. The guys are down in Purvis at Ramey Motors, uh, really good friends of the Eagle Hour, and we're always happy and grateful to be down there. We've uh, got Mr. Purvis back with us since we're in Purvis. We've got Michael Murgens, we've got Kelly Sander, and we're about to do some baseball picks. There's a full slate of Conference USA baseball. Let me get started, Kelly Sander, with you. Uh, Rice is at Sam Houston State, and when people look at that, they may think, "Oh, who's Sam Houston State?" But that's a that's a, a pretty rich baseball tradition there. Am I right? 
Yeah, they're out of the Southland Conference. And by the way, guess who just came out of his office? Uh, the greatest baseball player to ever play at Purvis High School, Dakota oh, Baker. <laughs> glad to have Dakota. Uh, I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Sam Houston State. Uh, they're supposed to win the Southland Conference this year. Not that Rice is a slouch by any means, but I'm going to take Sam Houston State. All right, go around the horn now. Tony, yeah, Tony, who do you like? Oh, he's, he's got the phone out. He's going. <laughs> I think he's he's got got his bookies uh, app going I was, here. I was looking up. Dakota was really the best player. I can't find anything on that. <laughs> I think that's Junior Walt. But I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Sam Houston just because Kelly did. Okay. Never Two for never, Sam Houston. Never, Bob. Do, never do that. But go ahead, Michael. <laughs> Sam Houston. Well, I'm a Rice guy. Sam Houston. I think Rice wins the series. But what I Rice. Know. What I know. You think this so? is baseball? Yeah. yeah baseball. Rice is going to be Sam Houston. Is Dakota with us? He probably knows all about this. Bob, yep. I'm in the house, man. The greatest, right. so who, greatest baseball player ever at Purvis High School. So who is it, uh, Dakota? Rice or Sam Houston State with the series? Rice, all right. day. See, it was great minds think alike. Here, now, here's an interesting Absolutely. matchup. Probably right now the best team in the conference is Florida Atlantic. They got a win over Florida, two wins over Central Florida, both top ten teams. They host Florida Gulf Coast, Kelly. Uh, that sounds like a sweep to me. It does. Yeah, Gulf Coast has no chance. The Owls. And the Owls, when Florida Gulf Coast comes in, the Owls are going to say, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, go FAU is me as well. Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, it's in-run rule, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I like Florida Atlantic a lot. And I like got great coaches and uh, just a really quality program. All right, here's a couple Louisiana guys locking horns over the weekend, fellas. McNeese State is going to play three games down at the new uh, Love Shack at Louisiana Tech. You got the Southland against uh, Conference USA again. McNeese is going to be um, probably a, a top half Southland Conference finisher. Louisiana Tech is supposed to be the top three or four in uh, in Conference USA. I'll take the Bulldogs. La Tech. I'm going to go La Tech as well. Yeah, La Tech. It's a clean sweep. The Bulldogs uh, take care of McNeese State this weekend. Here's what I won't say one of my favorite programs, but a program I have a great deal of respect for is South Alabama. Now, Middle Tennessee's off to a five and two start, but they go to Mobile this weekend and uh, they got to play three against South Alabama. How do you see that one, Xander? Well, Southern Miss went to South Alabama and it didn't work didn't work out so well. And I think Southern Miss is better than Middle Tennessee. I'll take the Jags. Yeah, South Alabama. USA. Definitely the Jags all day. Yep, South Alabama. Uh, we all agree on that. This uh, is easy. This is too easy. Yeah, well, here's one. Yeah, what about the Mud Dogs? The Mud Dogs playing this weekend? Uh, the Dirt Bags. That's really my favorite uh, My favorite <laughs> team out there in California. All right, uh, here we are, guys. Here's what it is. Southern Miss is 4-4. Four and four. Off to a kind of, I, I guess it's fair to say, a disappointing start. Oh, this is really early. Jacksonville State, uh, as we talked about earlier in the show, in 2019, won 39 games, eliminated Clemson. From the Oxford Regional, beat Illinois seven to five before finally uh, succumbing to Ole Miss. How about it, Sanders? Southern Miss three games in a row at Jacksonville State. I know, but it, look, all you all you need to do, like it's easy, right, is to win each series. They beat UConn two out of three last weekend. They're going to go to Jacksonville State this weekend and win two out of three. That's all they need to do. Two out of three, Southern Miss wins. All right. I'm going with a sweep. Southern's going to go down there and show out. Okay. 
Yeah, I like the sweep. I can see that, especially coming off that. I, guys, I think they're. But you guys know how hard it is to sweep it is. somebody. It is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are, are we'll go Jacksonville State on this one. I'll go oh, whoa! Who is that? That's, Who said that? That's Tony. Yeah. That's Tony. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony Purvis. Look, we had we had their coach on the on the line earlier. He seemed very intelligent. So let's go with him. Yeah, and uh, Southern Miss fans, we'll we'll on our website. We'll put Tony Purvis's address on there. So. <laughs> the Golden Eagles will win two out of Tony three. Tony Purvis care of <laughs> right. Uh, I just want to clarify. So we've got thirty seconds guy. left, and I want you to know, Dakota. I just Wikipedia greatest baseball player in Purvis history, and your name popped right up. It's, it's at least a, it's at least I knew I could count on you. A page full of stuff about you, Dakota. Something here about yeah, the Lamar County Sheriff's Kelly Office, Center. but. I'm going to scan over that that part about the sheriff's office. Keep the highway patrolling off there, too. I was going to say, just about every picture of Dakota that pops up online, it's a profile picture, and I don't understand why. You know. Dakota, you don't get, get any room. picture straight on. It's same same thing with Kelly, though, so oh, yeah. that's why yeah. Kelly's looking up his own info. Yeah. Yeah. They put it on a wide angle when they turn Kelly sideways, though. Is that not fair to say? Panorama. Dakota, get him out of that clown car while he's down there, please. Put him in a, put him in a, hey, in I'm a man's trying, car. Man, I'm trying to get him in this little Maserati down here, man. He would no, look so good in this Maserati. Right. Bob, do you not think in that Maserati I would be a chick magnet? Man. I don't think there's any, anything <laughs> that will make you a chick magnet, Kelly. I don't think a loser. All right, that wraps it up. Always fun at Purvis uh, and Ramey Motors. Until next time, guys, Southern Miss. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.